Chapter Seventeen of Bunny Brown and His Sister Sue at Christmas Tree Cove by Laura Lee Hope. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Sean McGahey and Sarah. Chapter Seventeen: The New Boy. Uncle Tad, who was mending a broken fishing rod just outside the bungalow, heard Miss Brown's cry and saw her running to the dock. He also looked across the cove and saw the sailboat in which he knew Bunny and Sue had gone for a ride with Bunker Blue. And then Uncle Tad guessed what had happened. Man overboard! He cried. Of course, Bunny was only a little boy, but that is what is always said when anybody, man, woman, or child, falls into the water. Man overboard! Uncle Tad raced down to the dock and saw Miss Brown trying to loosen the rope which held to the pier the boat Mr. Brown had hired for the summer. Let me do it, said Uncle Tad, who knew considerable about boats from having lived so long with the Browns. Just then a voice behind Miss Brown cried, He's got him out! Bunker Blue has got him out! And there on the pier stood Jimmy Madden and his sister Rose. He pointed across to the now motionless sailboat. Uncle Tad and Miss Brown had not looked at it for the last few seconds as they were busy trying to get ready the other boat to go to the rescue. But looking now, they saw Bunker Blue lift Bunny Brown from the water. And a moment later, Bunker's voice rang out as he called, you don't need to come. Bunny is all right. I'll soon bring him to shore. Oh, I'm so glad, exclaimed Miss Brown. And she dropped the rope she'd been trying to loosen while Uncle Tad, who knelt down on the pier to do the same thing, stood up. As Jimmy had said, and Uncle Tad and Mother Brown had seen, Bunker had pulled Bunny from the water, and a little later the sail was filled with wind and was bringing the boat to the dock. Bunny and Sue could be seen sitting safely in it, and Bunny did not appear much the worse from having fallen overboard, though, of course, he was soaking wet. I saw him fall in, explained Jimmy Madden. Then I ran over here. And I ran over too, said his sister Rose. I could have jumped in and got him out if he'd been near shore. I can swim, went on Jimmy, who was a regular seashore boy and quite at home in the water. I can swim too, went on Rose. I'm glad neither of you had to jump in after Bunny, said Mrs. Brown, as the boat neared the dock. I wonder how Bunny happened to fall overboard. This was explained when the wet, dripping little chap was helped out of the boat to which Bunker had fitted a sail. He saw something floating in the water, said Bunker, and he reached for it, though I told him not to as I was going about. But he did, and he lost his balance, and in he went. <laughs> But Bunker got him right out again, Sue made haste to say. It wasn't Bunker's fault, added Bunny. He told me not to lean over. Then you should have minded, said his mother. It was very wrong of you, Bunny, to do that. I told you to mind Bunker when you went out with him. Now, as a punishment, you may not go sailing again this week. And though Bunny cried and said he would never disobey again, he was punished just as his mother said he must be. Sue was allowed to go for a sail, while Bunny had to stay on shore. 
you must be made to understand that you have done wrong his mother said there was really very little danger for the water in the cove was not deep and bunker was such a good swimmer that he very likely could have managed to get out both bunny brown and his sister sue if they'd fallen in together after his days of punishment however bunny was allowed to go sailing again and bunker even let him steer a little which made bunny very happy some day i'm going to learn all about steering declared bunny to sue and then i'll be able to take out a boat all alone you be careful bunny brown or maybe the boat will sail off without you warned sue earnestly and it might sail way off to to boston or or china or or mexico it couldn't sail that far i wouldn't let it it might run away with you boats can't run they sail you ought to know that it could sail away ever so far if it wanted to bunny brown and if it sailed way off to to china however would you get back i'll sail back how could you if you didn't know the way i'd ask some some chinaman i know how to talk to him i can talk to that chinaman who has the laundry near the school huh he ain't a real chinaman he's an american chinaman i mean a real chinaman chinaman that can't talk like we do i'd find a way just you wait and see said bunny confidently the summer days passed pleasantly at christmas tree cove mr brown found it possible to come up more often than he had expected and he and his wife with the children, Uncle Tad and Bunker Blue went on excursions on land and water. Often when her husband would arrive at the bungalow, coming up from his dock office at Bellmere, Miss Brown would ask, Did you hear anything about the strange dog or my lost pocketbook or ring? And her husband would shake his head and answer, There is no news. I saw Mr. Foswick, the carpenter. He said he keeps looking around the shop, thinking he might find the things the dog dropped, but they have not been discovered yet. Then Miss Brown would be sad for a little while she thought of her lovely diamond engagement ring, but she did not let Bunny or she would see that she was unhappy. One afternoon was very hot at Christmas Tree Cove. The sun's rays beat down and there was scarcely any breeze. Come on, kitties, called Mother Brown to Bunny and Sue. We'll put on our bathing suits and go down to the water. If there is any cool place this hot day, it is there. Of course, Bunny and Sue were delighted with this. They never tired of bathing, and soon they were splashing about the cove. They were not the only ones, for many of the neighboring cottagers and bungalow residents took advantage of the water to cool off. Be careful and don't go out too far, called Miss Brown to Bunny and Sue as she went up on the beach to talk to some friends leaving the children in the water. The tide is coming in. We'll be careful, promised Bunny. Here, Sue, give me your hand and we'll wade out to the float. The float was made of some planks, fastened to an empty barrel and it was a fine place to play. As Sue and Bunny were waiting out, they noticed the boy, whom they had not seen before, waiting beside them. 
hello said bunny in friendly spirit did you just come yes we came to the hotel last night was the answer i never was at the ocean before we're going to stay all through august this isn't the ocean said bunny it's just christmas tree cove the ocean is lots bigger i'd like to see it said the new boy look out suddenly called sue here comes a big wave she just had time to take a tighter hold of bunny and turn but the new boy did not seem to know much about bathing or waves he stood waiting and an instant later he was knocked down and his head went under water chapter seventeen